wrestling match. Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Welcome back to Assault City Circle Pack! Woo! Yeah! Yeah! We Ooh. are back, motherfuckers. It's your boy, Des Troy. We are back after two years of being on hiatus. I haven't done an episode in two years, and honestly, I couldn't be more excited. I've got some amazing guests that I... I don't know if I could have asked for a better lineup unless it was just two more of me. Oh, thank you. Because I'm so... So humble. But now that I've been so humble, I want to introduce you to my guests. First, I have I coming up in the local scene with this young man. I played with his first band. I played I, I saw his second band and his other two bands I haven't seen yet because I think they're mostly just on the internet at this point. His name is Connor. How are you today, my good friend? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me. Do you, do you have like a weird stage name? Because that is Carnal Carlson. Uh, yeah, it's, for, very, it's very white. No, no, no. For, yeah, very white. Yeah, no. For, for one, it's Horacles. Horacles? Horacles. So you're yeah. like the god of all the whores, all the sluts. Yeah, like Oracle, whore. I thought Heracles, it was just because you're Hercules. a horror yourself. Yeah, part of it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. I like it. <laughs> Well, is that like real? Is that really a stage name? Yeah, and I swear to God, yeah, for Nell Wraith. Horacles. Horacles. I like it. It's way cooler than something stupid like fucking Des Troy. Nah, Des Troy is cool. I always thought about that, actually. I thought that was your real name for the longest time. Yeah, I actually thought it was your real name, but then I realized what it was. Des Troy, and I was like, nice. You know how many people (laughs) don't understand that it's just a joke? No, that's like, cool. I mean, I like better. it because yeah, yeah. it works as a name too. I didn't know for the longest time. Yeah, it took me like a who, year or two to know that. Yeah. <laughs> who is that other adorable little voice in the back? Adorable. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's kind of gristled and old. What a scary man. His name is Nate. What's he's up? From a band called Pine Walker. Or are you from a band? Which one are you from? Or like when you say, "I'm Nate from." I usually start with Pine Walker. Because we have uh, material, more material out. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, I'm the drummer in Pine Walker, but I also play guitar in a band called Winter Light. Great band, Ooh, by the way. Just saying. Lovely. Yeah. So, okay. We got, our, we got our friends here. I fucked up in the beginning and I didn't stop the music in the back, but hopefully the band <laughs> that was playing that we will not mention the name does not sue me. <laughs> so that's good. Anyway... <laughs> Um, now that we've had, you know, introduced our guests, we're going to uh, – I just want to take a second to address the fact that Assault City has changed. It has been two years since we've recorded. Last time we recorded, it was a three-man operation. We had Tasha running uh, the tech end. She was, you know, our producer. She re- she uh, mixed and mastered and put it out to all you lovely people. And we had my co-host, Mick, uh, who assisted me in the research and finding bands and talking about bands. Now it's going to be mostly just me doing interviews with underground bands. We're going to do some album reviews. We're still going to do some fun jocular shit. We'll see uh, where all these things go. But effective right now, this is a Salt City Circle Pit Season 2. Can I get a death metal scream from everyone? <laughs> 
and that's what the new season's all about. Strange guttural noises, all kinds of music talk that doesn't really matter, but what on the internet does these days. And uh, too many of my opinions that are probably uh, not fit for 2020. (laughs) Yeah, probably. So what we're going to do now is I'd like... Uh, both of my guests here to uh, just, you know, tell us about the bands you're in and give us like a brief uh, overview of the sounds of them. Uh, we'll start with Nate. Give me your two bands. Tell me about, you know, your genre and stuff. And I'll make sure I play. Maybe I'll play one of your tracks underneath it. So just it a little fun. bit. So for my first band, I'll mention I'm in a band called Winter Light. Uh, we formed in the fall of 2017. We're more like a melodic death metal, I'd say. Uh, a lot of inspirations from many different places. Like some of us are more interested in like tech death metal, other more melodic death metal, but that's really where our sound is mostly going. And a lot of our riffs kind of lend toward itself toward melodic death metal. And that's really where I find the most fun in that band. Oh yeah, what kind of bands um, are you like? Like, what kind of uh, listeners would like you? Oh, it's a uh, like it's a little not. I wouldn't say niche, but like there's just I'm not really entirely sure what all the other guys are into. Like we have talked about it, but it's just like they all just kind of go in like they t- take a right turn and then take a left turn into like what we all like. What does it sound if you had to compare it to a couple of bands that you listen to? What would you compare it to? I would definitely say there's like a lot of In Flames influence in there. Oh, yes. hell yeah. <clears throat> okay, I feel that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Hell yeah, I dig it. Is and then, that? I'm sorry, you probably already covered this, but is this your passion project? Which one is more your? I would say my next band that I'll bring up is my passion project. Not to say that I don't love what I'm doing with Winter Light, but with my next band, Pine Walker, I've known these dudes since we were probably like 15, 16, 14. I've known them for the longest time. Uh, We're more of like a doomy death metal band or deathy doom band. Really more about like the heaviness of the riff and playing live all like making you sonically feeling like just pummeling you with the riff and the loudness from our amps as well as making you mentally feel the riffs and like our pain, our happiness, all everything in between. Just, we want to make you feel that is our ultimately one of our goals with our music. I dig it. Um, I was listening. So in preparation for today's episode, I was listening to both your uh, bands and I think Pine Walker is unique in that you get that deathy doomy fun, but also listeners will find hints of a mastodon of a baroness, whereas the riffs become experimental, whereas the riffs become kind of atmospheric and they build it almost feels that's the thing I listen to when I'm listening to like Baroness and oh, you yeah. know, uh I mean let's go into further, we'll go into like a sleep. You oh. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're getting an yeah. atmosphere with it. You're building a universe like with it's like if you read one Dune book, you're all of a sudden inside. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's where I kinda say like we want you to feel it physically and mentally. Oh, I do, I do. And it's not just the drugs. 
<laughs> that is part of it, though. Oh, of course, always. All right. So, uh, is that all you got to say about your two little bands there? You fun little guys? I think so. All right. Connor, why don't Shit. you tell us about all 86 of your bands? Well, first, okay. <laughs> first off, I'm going to introduce the fact that he's got one band that. I don't know if anything's going to happen. Maybe we'll address that in this future interview. But when I met you, Connor, yep. you were playing. We played at the Salt House. We played. I miss that place. I know. We only played like six shows there. <laughs> yeah. maybe. And I don't, rem- I don't remember that place. It is old. It's, it yeah. used to be like a little factory. That they, I, they shut it, it down. shit, but it was I awesome. started playing like <laughs> yeah. five years ago, so I don't know that place. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. older than that. Um, I met him at the Salt House playing with his, uh, I don't know if this is your first band, but the original band I saw you with was Delusion of the Godhood. Yep, first band. And man, what a fun time. Yeah, no, yeah, we... Always had the fucking best times with that band, dude. I swear to God. Oh, we yeah. always had good shows. You and the cousin, right? Yeah, yeah. Nick Zmizlo. God, is that how you say that shit? Zmizlo. Yeah. Every time okay. I read his Polox. last name, I'm like... <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Close enough. It's Polish. Fuck that, you know? Anyway, so that's the band that I'm not sure so sure is active or not. But tell us about your other bands. Yeah, maybe we can get more into uh, Delusions of Godded stuff later. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll Not see. sure how much I can say about that, but um, yeah, I play I play in three bands right now. Uh, first one is Unceremonial. It's more of a blackened death metal kind of thing. Very influenced by bands from Sweden, specifically like Dissection, Sacramentum, Unanimated, Necrophobic, and also um, the Japanese band Intestine Ballism, which Ooh. no one knows them for some reason. I've heard I don't, that, I've I heard don't that know name. that name, but you would God like it. damn, it's cool. that sounds fucking ridiculous. I know it's name. like my old band Delusions of Godhood, yeah. but with more balls. <laughs> oh, ball <laughs> heavier. Yeah, it's, a, it's like suffocation meets in flames. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Heavy as fuck. Damn. Melodic as fuck. Awesome. Awesome. You know. But uh, yeah, so no, that one's really fun. We have, um, we have our debut full-length album coming out early 2021. It's called Thy... What's it called? Oh shit! Uh, Thy will undone. I was thinking of our song, Thy, thy faithfulness in destruction, which you can hear that on Bandcamp and YouTube right now. But brutal. Thy nice. faithfulness in destruction. Hell and yeah. Um, yeah, Unceremonial actually just signed to Chaos Records, so they will be putting out our <laughs> debut record. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Debut record on tape, vinyl, and CD. This would be pretty sweet. Yeah, and how great it is that we're in merch. time right now. This is 2020. The worst year ever, and yeah. not okay. Yeah, it's the worst year ever. Yes, besides that, but it's, it's, there's the worst tape, year so tape far. and vinyl. I so own tape and vinyl. I've bought this year, and in like 2000, people were like, "Vinyl and tape are dead." Nah, but, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but now it's back. It's booming. I just bought the metal and I, punk kids are not going to let it die, man. Oh no, 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 we're not. I just got the new um, local punk band Anonymous released their new uh, tape. You can get that on Bandcamp as well. Very good. I'm definitely going to check that out later. Worth it. Very you worth were talking it. about that earlier. Yeah. And it sounded cool to me. Fuck. Good band. Anyways, what's your other two bands? Oh shit. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, yeah. So you've gone through one long description of one band. So um, my baby, I guess uh, it's Nell Wraith. And it was um, no no (laughs) (laughs) but um, it was originally started. um, So actually, a little over one year ago today, I put out my first demo. It was all solo shit, though. Like I did everything, um, all instruments, lyrics, vocals, whatever. Oh wow, you're way more talented than me. No, no, not at all. Trust, listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I've heard you play. (laughs) But yeah, no. So um, 
actually did get some members for that band though because I realized I thought it'd be fun to play live, you know. So yeah, got a drummer, another guitar player, and a bassist. But um, we actually just signed a record deal with Personal Records, is what it's called, and we have our full length album Melancholium coming out on CD and tape, probably early twenty twenty one as well. All right. But um, the All style, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the style for that one, um, it's it's like like Nate said earlier, um, like with a niche thing. Like I feel like Nelrath is like my niche. It's a, it's very old school catatonia, like Dance of December, Souls Brave, Murder Day for funerals to come. But maybe with a little more of a black metal undertone. So it's kind of like I feel like not most people are gonna dig it too much. You know, if you're not into the genres of music or you don't know your music too well. All of those could have sounded like a uh, song name. All of them could have been an album name. All of them. They're all albums. Oh, yeah. No, all of them could have been a band name. <laughs> no one would have known unless you hey, knew hey, specifically it. what they were. Also, I only knew a few because I hang out with you. Good. That's all. Actually, after this, I'm going to make you listen to uh, For Funerals to Come. I think you'll dig that. You better. I think I really only heard of Catatonia from hanging out with you, Connor. Honestly, that's like the best pleasure i've ever had like I, I, I get so many people into that band and that's my favorite band of all time so oh, yeah. all time all time all no time. like i love oh, yeah. everything but you know like that's I've, the band that i always come back to like, that, like, Cat- that- catatonia and at the gates is i think oh yeah what at the, and dissection you know, and dissection yeah, yeah. okay that is the big connor three of connor. dissection yeah. <laughs> yeah dissection i think of immediately good yeah i, I got don't... a tattoo right there for you Oh, oh no section. shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Hell yeah. Um, so what's your third band? Tell me about that. Third band? Oh, shit. Um, oh, Sacrilegion, that's what it is. And actually, speaking of At The Gates... Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Sacrilegion... And I don't like... Uh, there's a lot of bands out there that are more... They like to worship what their influences do, which is cool. Like I, I listen to a lot of worship of bands. I like worship bands, but like for me personally, it doesn't do anything for me to worship. Like I don't want to write the same record my favorite band wrote. I just want to write something that gives me the same kind of feeling, but do it my own fucking way. Cause obviously it's me, not them. Yeah. Feel ya. But, um, at the gates, their first two records, the red in the sky is ours. And with fear, I kiss the burning darkness are probably the biggest influences for Sacrilegion. So it's more of a death metal thing. Ooh. Still got the m- melodies cause everything and a, I and play a little on bit of black metal. So. Oh, 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 of course. Yeah. There's lots of fucking black metal shit on there too. Um, probably, Thanks to dissection, because I can't avoid that for some reason. It happens, man. No matter how hard I try, I'm like, I'm not going to make any dissection melodies. And then, you know, there it is. I'm like, oh, shit, I just ripped off the somber lane. Uh, (laughs) You know, I tell you, it's so amazing how dissection comes up and how dissection is inexplicably fucking everywhere and so important. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yesterday, 27 years of their first album. Yes, you shared. I saw that. Yeah. But it's once once you learn about who they are, though, because I did not know dissection for years and years. Um, My good friends, the loves, they um, the husband is a uh, um, fuck with his. He's an officer in the Air Force. Now now Space Force, because his job has to do with space. (laughs) That's actually really cool. Yeah, it is really fucking cool. I always joke that he commands all the lasers that protect us from aliens. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. So when shit goes down, I have the hookup. (laughs) I'm safe. But um, no, so they told me about dissection because his wife just delves into 
the blackest of black metal. Her battle jackets are way cooler than mine. She oh. barely leaves the house, but man, when she does, she looks great. Yeah, oh my god, fuck people up. She's got oh, yeah. her musical knowledge is fantastic. Like, I mean, those are my favorite people. Oh yeah. Straight if you can up. just ask like a very specific question and they have an answer for it. Nice, good beer crack. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I. I loved it because once I learned of, oh, that's the only thing that's clipped this whole episode was the beer crack. Um, (laughs) But uh, isn't that weird, though? (laughs) Um, I mean, the beer crack is the only thing that should be uh, clipped, though. True, true. Fair enough. Uh, No, once I found dissection, I found that there are just these always little back alleys and ways that it's connected to all these bands I love and everybody knows and everyone draws influence from. And they're only 27 years old. I mean, their most influential works are 27. Yeah, 27. Yeah. I mean, they've been around since I think, I think John Nutvate from Dissection, the, the main composer, he formed the band in like 89. But uh, their their demo came out in like 90 or 91. And then the full length album, the first one, which is what really got people like obsessed with the band was 1993 mm. and that was the somber lane and that's i was a year my old. favorite dissection out hey i wasn't even born i was 96 yeah. kid oh, here yeah. Shit, yeah 95 three years later i was born and then thankfully i found that album and that's still one of my favorites. so albums. you found that album after you right after you were born you came out I of wish. the womb and you were like dissection <laughs> honestly i wouldn't be surprised we'll have to ask my parents about that though right. <laughs> uh-huh. you know that that shit will happen um <laughs> I just, I like it. So, all right. So now that I know about your bands, I've got a few questions here. Uh, what we're going to do is I've got some questions here and I want to see how long before you guys laugh. I'll try in my hardest on these questions, but I just want you to answer honestly. I won't guarantee that it will be the first question. I I don't know that it won't be. Okay. So here we go. Oh boy. First questions for both of you. Oh, both of oh, shit, okay. okay. Let's, go. Let's go. I've noticed, you know, the underground is hard. It's hard to, you know, get people to just listen to your shit because we're underground artists and shit. So the question really is, have you ever considered playing good music? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh. So we got Connor, first question. All right. So, so, yeah, I'm out. Right, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> Tap out. <laughs> but Nate, I answered honestly and nicely. No, he has never considered it, which agreed. I also don't consider it. It's I want to play no, no, music. It, it makes me think of what you said earlier. I'm not going to get into the context, but yeah. we try our best. We do our best. We do our best. It doesn't matter if my best. It doesn't matter if the majority of people don't like it. If I if at the end of the day that I like what I put out, that's all that matters. Same. I it, mean, it's, exactly. it's also cool when people like it. But Probably. I write from. God, that sounds kind of selfish, but yeah, like I write no. for myself. I like what I like to hear, you know? I've seen Agreed. so many bands get sh- get shit on for saying that they don't care what the fans like. They want to put out music that they want to listen to. That's what every band should do. Yeah, If agree. you don't want to listen to the music you're putting out... That's another good point. Admittedly, it's probably a bet better air quotations career option yeah but we're, mu- but, we're yeah. artists <laughs> you uh, know, I, I don't it, know about that I, I i hit circles with wood okay well here's here's the thing jim morrison never worried about anybody being happy otherwise he would not have made the music he made 
Yeah. Um, but, but Jim Morrison was kind of a prick, though. He was a prick, <laughs> a but, bit. He also, but he also he saw a microphone, he saw yeah. a notebook, and he saw a way to be successful yeah. and get out what he was feeling, and he did it. Don't worry. Jim Morrison's not a huge influence on me. He's just a good yeah, example yeah, of yeah. someone who wasn't there no, but, to I mean, please people. He did what Success he wanted to do. Success is like a big thing. Like, I mean, no one wants to be a musician and not succeed like i think everyone who makes music you want to become popular you know oh yeah and making money on that fuck yeah but it's not the it's not the number one thing like what what drives me is to make a song that i want to listen to at the end of the day exactly yeah no that's where if you can't listen to your own music then what are you making it for yeah and one quote that i heard from danny filth who I'm not really a huge fan. I don't mind Cradle of Filth. They're all right, in my opinion. I think they have a few cool songs. Yeah. And they've done fucking obviously well for themselves. Yeah. One thing that he said that really kind of resonated with me is if if you don't see yourself playing your songs in front of a crowd of thousands, even tens of thousands, what are you doing? That's actually cool because I think about that a lot. Every time I make a song. (laughs) Yes, you should be making your music for yourself, but if you don't see... Hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands people singing it along with you, then you're just not making good music. I, you know what? Yeah. I tell you what, I not to really discourage people from just like wanting to make music in their bedroom to like mm-hmm. never play it ever, just to like get that. Hey, and there's still a market for that. Cre- creative. Look at Dungeons and like right. one man black metal bands. They just oh, yeah. sit in their room and, and no, no shit to them. Like some of them are really good. Yeah. They are incredible. And not not to discredit them, because like for some people, they just have the need to get that creativity out into the world, and then just be like, "All right, I'm good." That's, and honestly, that's I think I that's where it all begins for most musicians. Yeah. You're just trying to show yourself. That's the most pure, like raw form of yourself, just out into the world for everyone to hear. So this is I. I don't know if everybody has had this, but I had this moment where. My entire life's perspective changed. And this isn't part of the question line where I want to see if you'll laugh or not. Um, if it is, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> but I want to know if anyone's had this. This just just come up yeah. right now and I was thinking about it. Um, okay. So I'm going to tell you mine. Maybe if you guys have one, you could tell me yours. But there was a time in my life before I cared about making music. There was a time in my life before I cared about performing and being on a stage. And I think I was probably – somewhere between the ages of eight and 10 years old. Okay. Somewhere in there. And my dad, I was at my dad's for the weekend because my parents are divorced. So I was, I was at my dad's for the weekend. I was sleeping on the couch in the living room and he wakes me up and he's like, son, I bought this pay-per-view thing. It's kiss. My favorite band. Hell yeah. From when I was a kid, it's kiss. In Symphony in Australia, and it's a live thing. We're no gonna watch shit. it on demand. And I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Let's go, Dad. I, I haven't even Let's seen do, a, Dad. Hell I've yeah. never seen a band live before. I don't know what's up. But apparently, there was like a whole documentary part before no before the actual Kiss Symphony thing. Um, and I fell asleep because it was, it's a fucking documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm eight years old. Like, right. fuck yeah, that. No, I'm kids asleep. don't like that shit for yeah. sure. <laughs> but I woke up and. I remember it's before um, God of Thunder, before God of Thunder, and he does his bass, and he spits blood all over the place. Hell yeah. I woke up during that. 
<laughs> my <laughs> eyes open to Gene Simmons spitting blood and the bass being me- oh, just evil and uh, and then him flying up in the air. <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, that's what I, I want to do that. That's what I, I want to be that. I want to be that guy. Did you guys have that moment <laughs> yes. where but you didn't care about music and then all of a sudden, boom, you needed <laughs> no, to be on a stage? I did. I did for sure. Did uh, you? So, all right, you go first. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I mean, there were, there were certain bands I would listen to just from the fucking radio, whatever my parents played in the car. It wasn't anything cool, you know, but I'd be like, oh, that's fun. And you're but, like, uh, yeah, 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 like yeah let's, let's hang out. <laughs> no, but then no. My, my dad, I remember um, he was with my uncle, and we were in our basement, and it was me and my cousin, and my dad and my uncle were hanging out, drinking beers or whatever, and uh, my dad turned on... Um, I think it was fucking Master of Puppets. If not Master of Puppets, it was Ride the Lightning, Metallica. Right. Hell yeah! And uh, I, I think yeah, it was it was Ride the Lightning because it was um it was fade to black, and oh, like yeah, when the yeah. solo kicked in, I was like, holy yeah. shit, that's cool. And I was like, what's that, Dad? And you know, he's like, oh, it's, it's fucking Metallica, kid. What are you doing? You know, it's fucking then, Metallica, <laughs> like, what bro. The fuck, idiot. What no. the, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, just after that, I heard um, I I don't remember how I heard it, but I heard one by Metallica. So another Metallica song. Basically, the gist of the story, Metallica is what got me into music. But um, right. I heard one by Metallica yeah. and just... So I, actually, funny, yeah, the the ballads, like a lot of the chill yeah. Metallica songs are really what got me into, like, addicted to music. And um, yeah. and Justice For All, I got that CD from my dad uh, for my birthday when I was, like, 11 or 10 or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and that's what made me start uh, playing drums. And Justice for All and Justice is for All best Metallica record. Best, yes, high five. Yes, my dude. You dude, know, dude, my dude. Yeah, no, yes. I, I don't give a fuck, dude. It's the best. I don't give a for fuck what sure. anyone says. And Justice That's for All. That's the reason I got into music, playing yes. music at least. Yeah. That I is... became a drummer because of Blackened and One and Dire's Eve. Blackened Ooh. is a yeah. Yeah. Dude, that fucking album. That album is so responsible for so much of my teenage years. So yeah. much yeah. broken shit. I still listen to that shit. Oh my! All the time, day, dude. My, I, all yeah. one of my battle jackets, my backpatch is is uh, Justice for All. I got a and Justice my for All fucking flag. Dude. Yeah. It's the best Metallic album. I mean, Thank besides Load, right? Uh, I mean, all right. <laughs> Hey, I'm not gonna lie. Dude, I kind of like load, load and reload. Load, load, and, <laughs> load and reload are good. Yeah, they albums. are good albums. They, they are. are. If Saint they Anger made sucks. By Metallica. No, Saint Anger. <laughs> Saint, like Saint Anger. Saint Anger is one I've heard so many people say that if they released that under a different name, it would have skyrocketed. Oh, I I believe that. I would well, believe no, that. No, see, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with Saint Anger. Mm-hmm. I actually think Saint Anger, if it was recorded by not a monkey. <laughs> maybe it would be a good album okay to be wasn't fair wasn't it bob rock still <laughs> yeah but obviously some <laughs> problems happened because his there was never a can 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 for that and then also Ain't jason newstead leaving even, out of nowhere oh shit is that even that album what album what N- nothing i'm gonna forget i said that the <laughs> listeners can decide <laughs> we'll find out when this they'll decide out. if i'm a dick or not <laughs> why would you say nothing oh. All right, so back to our. Uh, let's see if you laugh. Actually, questions. I was going to oh, say. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, this one is for you. Okay. So your band Pine Walker used to be called Yeti. Yeti. Is it? Did you change the name because multiple band members are actually just Sasquatch in hiding? <laughs> I wouldn't say multiple. <laughs> well, our our singer Jason, he is definitely a uh, Sasquatch in hiding. 
I can tell. No. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he also Jason's screams like guy. a I love that guy. Yeah. You know what? You're going to do great if anyone ever tries to make you laugh during an interview. Cause, <laughs> I mean, that wasn't any material I've had like two hours to prepare, and I had other shit to do. But, I mean, you did good. Like, both of them, you didn't laugh either one. You just answered as nicely as possible. Yeah. So, Connor. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> I'm not um, going to be as professional as, as our boy here. He's he's a lot stronger than me. <laughs> he really is. Like, yeah, his, his heart and soul is <laughs> I'll strong. laugh at anything, but if you tell me to try not to laugh, I won't laugh. I like I it. I kept forgetting that's that he good. even told me not to laugh. I'm just like, ha, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Connor, uh, I know that first band I met you in, Delusions of Godhood, you were drumming. Delusions were, of Dog Food, yeah. Yeah, I love Delusions <laughs> of Dog Food. That's my favorite because also it just spells out dog anyway. Yeah. And that was good. our first t-shirt. It was I a dog it. on the cover of the a, shirt. Yeah. Like a puppy? Oh, it was like purple. Oh, I never got one. It was like a... We have one more. Dude, it's an extra one. large. You wear it. You want I wear one? an XL. Yeah, I'll hit you up. Dude, Remind me because I'm going to forget. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm Snapchatting you in the morning. <laughs> no, yeah, I swear to God, dude. Picture of my dick. Don't forget it's my shirt. It's been sitting in my basement for five years, dude. Fuck <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. I'll take it. Um... Anywho, <laughs> Delusions of Godhood, I met you, you were doing drums and you were singing, yeah, yeah. and now you're more on that guitar and singing thing. Uh, I have to wonder yeah. if that was like a creative decision or if you just wanted someone who could drum on your records. Oof. No, I get it. I get it. But no, um, honestly, shit, that, that was a little harsh. No, it's cool, though. That was funny. <laughs> it was, it was part, I'm not going to laugh, though. I'm not, I'm not going to laugh. I can see the solidarity in your eyes. I'm you like, wait like, a minute. Like, yeah, it, it clicked. <laughs> but no, actually, <laughs> um, there is a story behind that with uh, drums and shit. Like, I, I grew up playing drums. I've been playing drums since I was nine, ten years old. Uh-huh. I always wanted shit. to play guitar, though. But I never did. I mean, who, who doesn't, though? When I, uh, no, and I love drums. Cause like I said, I heard yeah. Metallica's Injustice for All album. And I was like, Lars fucking killed it on that, which conspiracy, we're not gonna get into this yet. Maybe yeah. later, but Lars didn't play drums on that record. We'll talk mm. about that later if you want. But I, I have a conspiracy about it. Me and my buddy came up with something well, later, later. Listen, QAnon, I'm not here it's, for No, it. no, 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 no. It's, it's a lot better than that. But, um, <laughs> oh my god uh. <laughs> but no no so i always wanted to be a guitar player like even before i learned drums like i thought guitar might be cool hell yeah but then you know injustice for all i was like one dyer's eve blackened awesome drums like not just the playing but like the tone and yeah. the recording the production of it was awesome but uh when i was 19 or 18 whatever graduated high school i was like i should probably start playing guitar you know and uh, my grandparents actually got me a just like a cheap BC Rich Warlock for graduating high school because they were so proud of me because yeah. I had bad grades and no I don't think anyone expected me to graduate high school, but I did. And uh, yeah, they got me a guitar and I was like, I'm gonna try to learn how to play. And then bam, I just kind of went with it, you know. And I still love drums, but I think guitar is more important because I like to be able to compose a song. And I mean, drummers can do that, kind of. Yeah, but it's harder to discern. To catch, to catch, yeah, yeah, get, to, to exactly. That's to something but... that carries the stone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one problem I have with Pine Walkers because the other guys will be like, "Yo, can you do like this?" Well, kind yeah, of... no, but see, you're a guitar player as well. Yeah, like so... I can, I can show, I can tell them like, what if you did this riff kind of like this way instead of that way. But when they no, that's the way to like, do no, it. No offense to them, but sometimes when they think of a drum pattern, it's like, and also I'm not a smart musician. Like I said, I, <laughs> I hit circles with wood. 
I oh, I'm dude. I, I, I yell at a stick. I mean, I'm just that. saying, yeah. though, like, I was a cunt in Delusions of God. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The band like, we were talking about. Yeah, Delusions yeah. of God hit. Uh, Nick and everyone would always be like, play this on drums. Like, fuck you. No. I'm <laughs> no. going to play it yeah. how I want, and I would do my own thing. And I was like, fine, I guess you can do that. I think it turned out good. Oh, yeah. It like, sounds good I'm to me. Real. Thank I'm you. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but they always got, I mean, not always, but, you know, every now and then there was a drum beat. They were like, why the fuck did you do that? And I was like, because that's what needs to be done. I'm the drummer, motherfucker. And I'm doing vocals so kind of you know let me do my thing how's about you fuck off let me make this let me make singing easier for me while i drum you know like fuck (laughs) i'm not really a drummer i just kind of play what i feel feels right exactly same but then it'll take like 30 minutes oh no i was gonna ask Am I allowed to ask questions on this shit? No. Yes. This is a Salt City Circle Pit, dude. Yeah, (laughs) dude. No, for me, um, so I started out as a drummer, and I learned guitar like almost 10 years after I learned drums, and I feel like it actually helped me like Uh become a better guitar player, especially for composing songs. Like for Nelrath and Sacrilegion, both bands were um, originally solo projects. Like I did everything, but I feel like because I did drums first, it makes writing drums to my riffs better mm. like they're not just basic i mean some of the drum beats are basic but like right. you can do a lot cooler shit but i mean did you play guitar or drums first then drums i picked up i started taking acoustic lessons first acoustic okay. drums or guitar, guitar. guitar. <laughs> acoustic guitar like i remember i still suck at acoustic guitar <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> but like i remember in, i was in sixth grade uh my parents bought me and my older brother like the same exact Ibanez, like hundred dollar acoustic guitar. Hell yeah! And we started taking lessons through like the Salt Lake uh, District after school programs. We would go to Highland High School like once or twice a week, take lessons on like like basic chords. We would the instructor would show us how to play. Eventually, how to play uh, like Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash and oh fuck yeah, Great other song. other fairly simple songs you can learn to how to play guitar. Like if you're just starting out. But then after a while, I just kind of dropped it for about a year, and I started picking up drums. But then I was just like, around the time I started picking up drums, I really got into Green Day, which has really kind of pushed me into Fuck, I should have mentioned music. that earlier. That is a good drum band. Green, yeah. Green Day was actually drums. the first band that made me like music. It was before Metallica, but Metallica is what made me become a musician. But when I heard American Idiot and Dookie oh, by yeah. uh, oh, Green my God. Day, that's when I got into music. Okay, I, okay. I would listen to CDs in my room. American Idiot okay, is the real band. Gush, real gush. I still gush. love that album, dude. The album that got me into let's, playing Let's music. have an Assault City gush about American Idiot because I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure Pump, Pump. on yeah. season one, we talked American Idiot for Wait, at least really? an hour. Oh, shit. I could talk I, about I, it. I can dude. do a whole We're going to talk about it right now. Okay. Let's go. So... After I discover Kiss, after I discover ACDC, yeah. also fundamental to me, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, one of my big two, you know, him and Lemmy. Yep. But then I, this girl, man, oh, just knockout gorgeous. It's always girl. how it goes, man. Oh, yeah. my God. She was so gorgeous. And I introduced myself to her and she didn't care. Oh, yeah. And then I saw her shirt and it said, The American Idiot's album. Green Day. And I said, what the fuck is Green Day? And she said it's a something about weed. She said it, she said it's <laughs> punk. She says punk rock, and I was like, No, it actually is about weed. Though. I, no, no, it, it really is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I did, you know, like dimple, dimples in my cheeks and shit. And I was like, Oh, what is really? punk rock? You know, <laughs> I went home and I researched punk rock. The reason I know who the Sex Pistols, the Ramones, the Exploited, the Casualties are is because of fucking Green Day. She told me Green Day was punk rock. I went home and researched punk rock. 
Then I researched Green Day. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I was like, wait, Green Day is very... All right, well, whatever. But I fell in love. That American Idiot album, oh No, dude, I still, to this God. day, I don't listen to it a lot, but... Um, Honestly, that's probably the most important record for me if you want to like too. get into me being a musician. Because like I said, Injustice for All is what made me become one. But I think before that, when I heard American Idiot, I was like, okay, music's actually kind of cool. Same here. I, and I would listen. Oh, yeah. I would sit on my bed with my headphones and my little CD player like at my side. And I'd like stare at the ceiling and listen to that record over and over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's the best song on the record to me, honestly. Oh, yeah, that is the best song. But, uh, Hands yeah, down. No anyone, that is what got me into music. Although the You heard it here first, tough, folks. Yeah. Us three, we are covering Jesus of Suburbia. Jazz <laughs> on vocals. I'm down. These two doing guitars and drums because I don't do either of we'll those We'll switch things. on drums. They got breaks in between different parts Actually, of Jesus yeah, there Suburbia. Is, yeah. So we could just hop. And I'll do the guitar. I'll do the guitar for at the center of the earth in the parking lot of the 7-Eleven where I was taught. So in the music video, you guys can switch places. Yeah. That'd be cool as fuck. Uh, we're doing it. It's actually, honestly, guys, I'm I'm really stoked that you guys like that album as much oh, as dude, me. Oh, dude, it's one of my favorite albums. <laughs> you're, like, you're one of the most true cult fucking dudes yeah, I cunt. know. Like, I'm a douchebag, like, you death metal, black, black metal guy, metal, but I metal. love American Idiot, but dude. You like go back to Green Day pop punk. Oh yeah, yeah. even like, some forty one even. Some forty one. Blink one eighty two. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Mom should have had an abortion. I will. Cr- I will credit. <laughs> I will credit uh, Jason of Pinewalker for getting me more into like pop punk with like. Wait, Jason did? What? He, really? He got, Jason, good on you if you ever shit. listen to this. I love you, good baby. Good on you, Jason. Jason got me. my boy. You know how much more lively this conversation's got since we brought up Green Day? <laughs> yeah, Green Day, like, revived it. <laughs> Jason. Every time we do this fucking yeah. podcast. Welcome he, to season two, Welcome bitches. to the Green Day podcast. <laughs> he helped, rev- like, in high school. I was kind of getting more, like, the death metal stuff. But then, like, he, uh, Jason and our friend Will, we were kind of, like, kind of, Messing around during lunchtime in high school, and he helped revive my pop punk phase by introducing me to a band called MXPX. Oh yeah, oh, responsibilities. Yeah. What's well, I was like, oh yeah, this oh, is. Okay. I got a question for you guys so after good. that. Then, uh-huh. what it. was the first death metal band that you ever liked? Not heard, because I mean, for me, for example, the first I ever heard was Cannibal Corpse, and I was in like fourth grade, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> But then I heard it later on, and I liked it. But it was wasn't Cantaloupe Corpse. I Would still you not the biggest consider Corpse, "All Hope Is Gone" by Slipknot death metal? No, but the that al- album the is album? that album's intense. It, it's got yeah, its own that, intense moments. But um, no, I'm, I mean like from, from well, actually, no, that, that works. That works. Like Sulfur, Psychosocial. Yeah, no, if it got Butcher's you into hook, death metal, that works. Yeah, that is what got me. Um, like Green Day got me into like more. Well, because Children of Bodom is what got me into like extreme yeah. with like screaming, growled vocals. Um, Children of Bodom. Are you dead yet? And follow the Reaper. And are you, Ape Reader. That was, are you yeah. dead yet? Is like the song that got me into. Children I mean, of if that's where that song, we're, yeah. I'm not really a huge but fan, know, like, but they're good. If you have anything besides Slipknot, though, like just we're straight up death metal, and you heard that, and you're like, that's cool, like Bloodbath or fucking At the Gates, you know, like probably Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, yeah, fair Corpse enough. Yeah. Or Bloodbath. Yeah. No, see, because I heard Cannibal Corpse is like fourth grade, band. and I hated it. But then I heard it like sixth grade, and I was like. That's actually pretty cool, you know. Like they got riffs and the guttural vocals and shit, you know. What about you, Des? Fucking, 
What was are the we... first death metal band you heard where you liked it? Doesn't have to be the first one you ever heard, but where you were like, this okay. shit's cool. Okay, I'm I'm confused on so so you're saying death metal. Are you talking specifically the genre of death metal, or are you talking oh, just honestly, metal with screams? Let's make it extreme metal. Let's make it extreme metal. Fuck it. Yeah, okay. extreme metal. Okay. I think I know where to start with death metal for me. Extreme metal is definitely Slipknot. Okay. But for death metal itself, it'd probably be a Monomarth. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was one of my first ones, too. Monomarth, like, yeah. um, what's that album? Uh, one Cent from the Golden Hall. And, yeah. You know. Even Search Rising was a good album. That was like that is later that, in their career. That yeah. is what kind of pushed me more. That's to a good album. Really I still love that liking, album. Uh, yeah, Marth. Hell yeah! So if we're going with extreme metal, let's yeah, extreme. <laughs> this metal. one, okay, don't judge. I'm not going to judge you. I listen. We listen. We all listen. We to Green all Day. listen. Green Day. <laughs> green, no, we're, we're going to make fun of you, but it's not going to be. I mean, like this is an extreme metal it. by that definition, but. If that's what we're going by. Yeah, no, I don't care if it's so, screened vocals or harsh guitar sounds. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's the vocals, which is the thing. So Thank you. before I knew that people could scream outside of like ACDC. Um, yeah, heavy black! Exactly. Before that, that's all my shit was. That was the heaviest my music got. And my sister signed up for one of those. Back in the day, do you guys remember um, they had these CD subscriptions where you could sign up and they would send you a CD every month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. K- KRCL <laughs> still does that. Do they? That's yeah. a thing. Oh, they shit, still do that. that out, if I cool. remember correctly, I got I want to sell my CD through them. You yeah, can. Same. Hey, we got like a... I, I know some of the DJs there. We got a Pine Walker disengaged whichever three of them. bands. <laughs> yeah. Whichever. You only have to pick one, you know? Yeah, yeah we'll fucking do it. Um, but yeah, so she had one of those services and... She kept giving me these CDs and I just never would listen to them. And then one day oh, she dude. pulls. I well, I mean, I still got them, and eventually oh, yeah, I did yeah, listen yeah. to them. They were very important to me later. But my you older sister matters. had this subscription to one of them, and I'm I come into her room one day and she is literally. I know it's so cliche, given the piercings in my face, <laughs> and I, I don't even care. I don't even care. But it's the beginning of Down With This. Is that a dun, 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 oh, no, no, no. I can agree yeah. with that. No, yeah. No. Oh, oh, Disturbed? Exactly. So Honestly, that was around the same time as Metallica for me because I didn't I didn't know the difference between heavy music. Everything yeah. was... I if just it was remember, heavy, I liked it. Besides oh, vocals. Like, I didn't like growls yeah. at first, oh, but I feel Disturbed? I just remember hearing Disturbed on Guitar Hero 3. Uh, oh, yeah. Ha- yeah, it especially had Guitar Slipknot, Hero 3. Metallica, Slayer, yeah, yeah. Disturbed. Oh, yeah, Dun- that's a great... Guitar Hero 3 is yeah. probably one of the best games. Guitar Hero 3 is yeah. the... No, there was the, a lot of tunes on there that, like... If you that's were, what caught me or helped me find music. If you were oh, a kid yeah. and not... Guitar Hero 2? If you were a kid and not into heavy music... Guitar Hero 3 and 2, maybe 1. It got you into heavy music. It got you into heavier music. Hell, yeah. Well, I, so Which I do appreciate that because that's cool. I come oh, in yeah. my sister's room. She's blasting that. And she like stops me. And she goes, shh, shh, listen. And he goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. <And she> goes, <laughs> Hell yeah. And, like my eyes got wide. Like, oh, like, oh my happening? God. <laughs> and she's like, he can. It blew my mind when she said this. She goes, he can do that with his voice whenever he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little did I know, like 13 years later. Like 13 years later, I would be able to do that with my voice whenever I want to. And, it's and not you're a better. Deal. Just saying. Thank you. But yeah. no I mean, offense to but then what's she, his name? David Draymond. David Draymond. That guy. Sorry. But, you're, but then you're a she great played singer. Twist for me. Uh, do you know Korn's Twist? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I do, actually. Yeah, you, come on. If we played it, you'd know. It. 
Yeah, the weird oh, idea. Yeah, the, he's got yeah. he, that shit's nuts was, though. Like, how the fuck is. does anyone actually? Jonathan Davis. Close, oh, like, what the it fuck? was. Yeah. Jonathan oh, Davis has so many songs where he does like weird ass beatboxing. Yeah, it, it, it's like, I, yeah, love I want to do that in some songs. Hell I yeah. love it. I think it's great. No, it's I'm cool as shit. How the fuck yeah. do you do it though? I'm just not too familiar with corn, so it's like I like corn. I've seen them live. There's one corn song I like. It's blind. Oh, Blind is such a good There song. is, okay. Are you right Real quick. The fucking kidney snare. We disengaged as a song, uh, I'll Take It All, off of our um, Abuse EP. And the original riff was exactly the main riff from Blind. Hey. Yeah. No shame in that, dude. Nell Wraith no. has a literal riff from Catatonia. Don't sue me. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I, we, have had, we have done that so many times. Yeah. No, I mean um, it's not the exact same, but you know you gotta. Sometimes you gotta pay pay homage to your no. Your, back your back in high school, I legitimately ripped off. Uh, I think breaking the law off by yeah. I ripped that off. I thought it was the coolest riff I ever it is. wrote. It's a cool riff. It is. It really is it's one catchy. of the coolest riffs you can write. And you're write. just like in your recording studio, like baking the cake, yeah. baking the cake. <laughs> but, but then Taron Taron a Pine Walker, I was showing him that. I was like. He's you, like, fucker, that's breaking the law. <laughs> I was like, no, no, you're wrong. Oh, dude, I've been there. Fucking, okay, so. Um, <laughs> All right, don't you have more questions for us? I do. <laughs> I got more questions. I got auto questions. All right. So, um. I, I joked about this question earlier, but yeah, I actually I do want to know why why the change from Yeti to Pine Walker? Is it just because of there's there's other bands, something Yeti? I, I know there's another Yeti band, the the yeah. uh, you know, there's a couple of Yeti, different Yetis. I remember independently we all found and researched at least ten in between ten and twenty different Yetis in America. And we were just like, this is kind of an oversaturated market for Yeti. There's even a Yeti warlord in us in Salt Lake. And we were just like, we had gotten confused quite a few times for Yeti warlord. And we we're just like, uh, maybe we should do something different. But then the other guys in Pine Walker are such nerds that they were like, they play Magic the Gathering. Love Magic, by the way. Magic is my shit. They make fun of us. We, uh, me and Taryn, we don't. We both don't play Magic the Gathering. Uh, they make fun of us. We make fun of them for being nerds. Whatever. We have fun. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, there's a card called Pine Hyphen Walker. Pine Walker. They. Uh, I. I don't know if that's exactly the card. I might have to look it up real quick because I am a magic nerd. But yeah. I mean, every time I think of Pine Walker, I think of a Planeswalker. Yeah, Is that's that, that was my of? thought because like. I remember Which, hearing about the Planeswalker card and thinking that, like, because we just kept, we kind of wanted to keep the theme of like foresty beasts, like Yeti, uh, Bigfoot, and whatnot, and we kind of wanted to keep in the theme of that. And so I thought, in my head, I thought Pinewalker. Okay, that's kind of close to Planeswalker. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. But then later, we were actually talking with uh, uh, an associate, a friend of Taryn's dad. Pinewalker is a magic card, by yeah. the way. I looked it up. We were talking with a lawyer friend of theirs, yeah. and we were kind of thinking, like, are we going to have to deal with any legality problems or troubles in the future 
with the name Pine Walker and then the card Pine Walker with Magic the Gathering. And we found out that essentially, no, we shouldn't be too worried. Well, also, you guys have it as one solid name, don't you? Pine Walker. Yeah. The, the, card, card, the card is two words, Pine oh, you're Walker. Fine then. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's a 5-5 uh, five, five with a 5 summoning cost, oh, what the fuck? which I know is bullshit. Also, if you want to just do morph cost, how, uh, it's wait, how also still How devastating can that card be, though? Not very. Wait, let's see. Oh, Another creature Doesn't you control is turn face up, untap that creature. Fuck that. Yeah, no. Pine Walker's not worth it. The name... <laughs> okay, the band named Pine Walker is better than the card name. <laughs> I can tell you that solidly right now. All right, I'm cool with that. <sighs> but yeah, we we went from... We actually started back in high school with the name Waklanok. What the fuck? Faklanok is Waklanok. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we, we all kind of got together because we were fans of Amon Amarth, mm-hmm. and we wanted to be like that kind of Viking death metal themed. Which so, I get a lot from with Pine Walker. Uh, yeah. Especially Yeti, though. I feel like Pine especially, Walker, you guys made your own sound out of it, but I feel like Yeti was more Amon Amarth. Um, yeah, like you, centered. The first, centered, yeah, the yeah. first song we wrote as a band was uh, "Fallen Mad" off the Wasteland EP. Okay, if you remember the dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. That was when it was just four of us: me, Taryn, our bass player Ethan, and Jason. And then later we included Sam because he's more of like a he can shred better than a lot of people I've seen. He is. A phenomenal guitar player. Mm-hmm. I wish that were me. I can't shred. Me too. Shit. <laughs> me too. I do simple shit. <laughs> and we included him in the fold, but uh, we wrote Fallen Mad before Sam was in the band, and that was when we were all just kind of like, I'm on a Marth, fuck yeah, Viking metal. <laughs> yeah, metal. Yeah. yeah. And so that we were kind of like in that Viking metal phase where we were just like, oh, we want to be like Celtic Viking metal. Yeah. So let's get like a... Uh, very Norse or whatever sounding name. Lachlanach. That sounds cool. I did mean. you, did you, is that mean anything? I have no idea. Or is you just got no like, yeah, Lachlanach. I have no idea. It probably just sounded cool. It's like almost some Scottish shit, you know, like, I don't know. Some kind of Gaelic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're Gaelic. <laughs> oh, oh, got him. <laughs> oh, that was actually shit. kind of, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <thank> you. <laughs> Um. So, That's all right, always. let's get into these last questions. These are the story questions. Who wants to go first? I'll let this be up to a volunteer basis. You. All right, I'll go first. Yeah, Nate, first. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of volunteer, first. Connor's like, yeah, "Fuck like, that, cool, Nate. Fuck, fuck that. I'm going first. Fuck you." So, Nate, you tour a lot. <clears throat> you've been you've been everywhere, man. You've been everywhere, relatively. Do you have like the number one, the tippity top wildest? thing that's happened to you on tour like the most unexpected crazy shit thing funny enough it happened while we were in salt lake city oh okay so you're in case people do not know you're a new listener oh salt city circle pit is about the local scene and i mean it's about the underground scene of all of the world but mostly salt lake city we are in Salt Lake City. You tour all around the United States, and the craziest thing happened to you in Salt Lake fucking City? Uh, Why? One <laughs> of the craziest. I got at least one more crazy, cra- quote unquote, crazy. Tell them both. All right. First one. The most recent tour, I was on. I was the driver for a band called Intronaut from Los Angeles. 
Great band. Great band. And we were <laughs> pulling into the Urban Lounge in Salt Lake City. And we weren't really entirely sure of where to park. So from my Did we have a trailer? We had a trailer. Fuck. And we had that an RV. I'll had, get into that later. We were in an RV. <laughs> an RV oh, and shit. a trailer. Oh, and that's actually you can probably you, you can probably tell where this is going. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So if any like local or even like van touring band knows that has played Urban Lounge, you pull up to the side of the building. But it's kind of got like a good dip into the curb <laughs> as where, yeah. where, where you go. It does. It does. It's, it's not nice wrong. Little... He's not wrong. It's a. I've I definitely uh, hit that curb a couple times with vans. Actually, same. But <laughs> this time we were in an RV, so the hitch is a little bit higher. Mm. And I was pulling up to the side of the building, and I bought him out the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> And we were my man. And we're stuck there for about an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours, Oof. with the trailer going about most of one lane, maybe into another. Like the, I don't know if that is it Fifth East that has like two lanes, or is it just one lane with the median? Uh, there's a couple of places where it changes, but yeah, yeah. But I'm stuck in a curb. With the trailer poking out into the street. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> for, for at least an hour, hour and a half, possibly two hours. That's fun though. Like <laughs> no, two like hours you, in that same no, spot. When you, when Are you, you kidding? Think yeah. Back on it though. Come on. Looking you think back, back on it, it's a good memory. Looking back, it was the funniest. It's the funniest shit. Yeah, exactly. Ever. But at the in time, the moment it sucks. <laughs> at the moment, because this was this was the first tour I've done with Intronaut. Ah oh, shit! And yeah. I was just like, oh my! And it was near the end, so we're all just kind of getting tired of every of touring. We just want to go home, especially as COVID is starting to really devastate America. Oh fuck! So it's just like, oh my fucking god, what have I just done? Wait, when did this tour end? March. Holy shit. March 2019 or 2020? 2020. Holy shit. Yeah, my I got boy. <laughs> my boy. The died. last tour. A day after I got home from that tour, everything shut down. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah. I was at a bar the day everything shut down. Yeah, same. So, yeah. Same. As, as, as. Were you at the same bar as me, Highlander? Yeah. Hell I yeah, dude. <laughs> High five. I, I remember. Was. Hell yeah. We were drinking together. Fuck yeah, we were. That was some king shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like. Luckily enough, we we try everything for about like that hour or so, and then I'm just like, "Fuck!" I'll just call my parents and get my truck to try and like pull us out. Luckily, we do pull us out, and after like an hour and a half of like freaking out, I'm able to back out and pull into a parking spot. It's like, okay, we're good. I'm just. Like, oh my god, this is such a bad impression on this band. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's story number one. Luckily, story number two isn't as bad. We were... I was with the band Conan from the UK. Good band. And bands. we were in Edmonton. We were in Edmonton, uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Sorry. And uh, in February, so it's cold enough to where... Fahrenheit and Celsius meet. It's that. The fuck cold. does that mean? 
Yeah. So you know how yeah, Fahrenheit is usually. <laughs> is it so cold we become British? <laughs> is that That's how it thinking. works? Is That's that what, what I'm thinking? I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> well, cause, like, you know it's how... so cold that I'm like, all right, my <laughs> pool's are a little bit cold there, governor. <laughs> governor. No, because... oh, I've got a little spot or two between my nuts. Because Canada uses the metric system. Yes. And we use the imperial. Uh-huh. Fahrenheit is typically during a normal day higher than Celsius. Okay. But it was so cold that it met up. Like minus 40. Minus 40 both? Yes. How does that work? I don't know. I don't, I'm okay. Not, I'm not good at math, but it was minus 40 both ways. <clears throat> and the lock for our trailer was frozen shut. Long story short, we had to put a fire <laughs> under the trailer lock just to get it unfrozen. <laughs> what and did you build the fire out of? Yeah. Just newspaper. We had to put, oh, a, sure, we go. put a fire under it, and, I, and my knife, my pocket, not my pocket knife, but like a... K-Bar, K-Bar yeah. knife, oh. still smells like a campfire. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's awesome. Hell yeah. No, do you, no. Connor, could, oh, hello, yeah. What's up? Do you have a craziest road story? I don't know if mine's appropriate. Tell it. Does it implicate you in possible felony? No, it's not me. Then carry on. It was a... Uh, <laughs> Is the statute of limitations up? No, so it was. Uh, I think it was Oklahoma. Oh boy! And we. Uh, I was touring with Visigoth. Visigoth had to play Oklahoma. Oof! And this dude showed up, and he had a. Um, it was a company where he like sold food. Okay. After hours. He's like, you know, give me some money. Like I got you a fucking burger or whatever. And we're like, okay, that sounds fine. But uh, we sat there for four hours while he was bringing us his burgers. <laughs> and uh, we had to try to, like, keep him sane, if that helps. Okay. <laughs> but he was just, he was, like, staring at us. He's like, what's up, guys? He's like, what's up? And we're like, oh, yeah, like, we're trying to go to bed. <laughs> you know, like, we've been up since fucking 12 hours ago, fucker. And uh, right. he said he had a... He had burgers coming from a, for us. Where was this? He, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. Yeah, same. But no, <laughs> I, I'm getting PTSD thinking about this. <laughs> 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 no, like, this guy fucked me up. Uh, if he hears it, it's your fault, not mine. Um, <laughs> but we're sitting there. He's like, I got you some food. Like, whatever. And we're like, okay, cool. Right. Food. Awesome. Hell yeah. No, it's like three hours later, and he's still like, the food's uh, coming, I swear. And we're like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I would have just gone out of town by then. Yeah, we we probably should have. Probably. Uh, <laughs> then uh, he started asking us about, like... The size of your Utah. dick? No, no, worse. It's worse. <laughs> oh, no. The size of your balls? Worse than the size of our cocks. No! Uh. He's like, how do people in Utah, like, fuck? Because he was talking about, like polygamists and oh shit? mormons yeah Mormon. yeah exactly <laughs> three ways are really fun no, actually he's, I he's straight you. up he said uh with dvrs he's like how do you have enough dvrs to f- like fit one family DVRs? Like, what the fuck are you what talking about fuck? who like uses tv shows anymore? yeah like a recording no, the, box the fucking tapes yeah, the, the, vcrs yes, yeah that vcr tapes yeah he's who like, does that it? yeah that cunt 
I've had so many comments. And then, like, hey, guess what? Are you guess Mormon? what? He told like, us. No. Listen to this. He said, hey, your food's here. And we're like, fuck yeah. He made Finally. us pay for it. <laughs> and he said it. Originally, he said it was for fucking free. <laughs> so I would have said. We spent like fucking $60 on some fucking chicken wings or whatever the fuck he was selling us. Like chicken nuggets, <laughs> whatever the fuck. It was stupid. I love it. I've never been that mad. <laughs> I'm still I mad know, about it. God. I'm still mad about it. All right. So one one more final question here, guys. Ahoy. All right. So Skolaka. we're, we're going to flip back to Nate. Okay. Get one more time. Unless actually... Oh, huh? shit, don't, don't bring me into it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to save that for a future podcast. I'm going to have Fair you, you both back here another yeah. time. All but right. anyways, yeah, okay. okay. So, Nate. What's up? Is there a singular mm. piece of music or a singular time on stage that you think so far is your crowning achievement? Uh, mm, I don't know if it's a time on stage. But honestly, I would say it's just like being able to play with some of my best friends is one of my best achievements. Playing on Crucial Fest 6, even Crucial Fest 9, I think is the latest one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just being able to play with some of my best friends. Even, you know, which is, if you're not from Utah is an accomplishment. Like, I, I have been fest. in, I have been in the local scene for, mm-hmm. Over 15 years now, and I've never played a Crucial Fest. Like, that is a big deal. We're only even, on Crucial yeah. Fest. Like, <laughs> nine is the... Is it nine now that's the top? No, it was ten, I think. Ten? Ten. Crucial right Fest, up. ten? Nine There's only ten, been yeah. ten nine of them, ten, but so. for the past ten years, it's basically defined what is influential in the scene. It is Salt Lake City. It is a Salt Lake City and it's staple. either that or being able to play with Winter Light opening up for Carrick Angren. Oh fuck! That is a good. Was that a dude. metro bar? Yeah. Is that? How yeah, I remember s- that one. That was. A is good that show. how you say the name? Is Karakangren. Karakangren. It's another Lord of the Rings term, right? Yeah, Karakangren. I say Karak Angren because I'm American. My, yeah, my well, fr- maybe you should stop being American. <laughs> Earlier <Yeah>. in the <laughs> Karakangren. Early in the podcast, I mentioned the loves, my friends, the loves that introduced me to some good music. Dissection, Dissection is the greatest band of all time. So I'll get get into that later. Those, like I said, uh, the wife Courtney Love. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned that was her name, Courtney Love. She introduced me to Karak Angren as Mm. well because they were like, dude, listen to this EP. No, sorry, listen to this album. Listen to Dissection. It's all all Hansel and Gretel. And I'm like, yeah, except Dissection's better. And that was my introduction. The Somber uh, Lane. That that was amazing. The Somber Lane is the best album ever written besides. We're talking Karak Angren. Fuck off. Karak Angren has nothing on Dissection. Your vape tastes very good. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. This is not vape. But also, also, oh, I'm so high. No, listen to, uh, <laughs> listen to Dance of December Souls, Catatonia. Hell yeah. That's all I have. That's all. We're okay. gone. Okay. Just so, play music with some of your best friends. That's all I have to say. You know, or do that, too. I'm He's right. That. You'll have the time of your life. He's uh, right. He's can, right. Do you, Connor, do you have a crowning achievement? Do you have a, a biggest, best moment? Yes. So far, oh, playing. Shit. Well, it sounds like cunty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Tell me. My band's getting signed, of course. That yeah. is definitely an achievement. No, but signed. it's cunty because it's... Uh, yeah, no. 
You literally have three bands signed to two labels. Yeah. All three bands are signed. That's amazing. You know how many? I have two bands signed to no labels. Me too. That's awesome. Hey, help me out. Keep it off the air, but like, let me hit you up. <laughs> yeah, hit me up, bruh. I'm you totally leaving that, that in the podcast, but whatever. You can leave whatever you want. <laughs> but I just, um, all I can say for what I did, at least, just don't fucking care what anyone else is doing around you. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like he said earlier in the podcast, be niche. Yeah. Everyone says niche is stupid. No, no. That's how you make it. Be be who you are. Don't worry about who anyone else exactly. is. Exactly. Be play exactly you who play. you are. Don't worry about how specific it is. Yeah. Exactly. You can play a mixture of every genre there is and do it as long as it's good. Yeah. As long and as you'll have your friends, good. you'll have your friends telling you if it's good or not. And if you have good friends, they will let you know. Yeah. And if your friends don't like it, they better tell you they don't like it or they're not your friends. Agreed. Exactly. All right. So guys. It has been a lovely podcast. It has. Thank it's you. It's been a good time. Um, it's been super fun. Usually we say some goodbyes. So real quick, we're going to go around a couple of times. The first time, what I want to know is your internets, your social media. Where can people find your music? Where can people find you? So oh, uh, what are your ats? Your I'm... I'm at giant asshole. At any band I'm in, it's at unceremonial.bandcamp.com. At oh, they're all Nell on Bandcamp? It's all on Bandcamp, yeah. So just do unceremonial, Nellwraith, or sacrilegion. It's all at blank at bandcamp.com. You got it. All right, cool. Do you have, are they all on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? All Where on Facebook as well, yeah. And um, yeah, Spotify, YouTube music, everything. It's It's all over the fucking place. Okay, where can people f- find and follow you specifically? And le- I mean, I don't know if that's something you want. But Facebook's probably better. Facebook? Yeah. So Connor Carlson on Facebook. I have Facebook. some new shit coming out on Facebook as well soon. So thank oh, you. Yeah. So yeah, please check him out. And then we got Nate over here. He's I know you can find uh, Pine Walker on Facebook. Facebook, Apple Music, or iTunes or whatever. Spotify, Google Play Music, or YouTube Music, whatever it is now. Find us on Facebook at Pine Walker on. We don't really post to social media too much, but Pine Walker on Twitter, Pine Walker lives on Instagram. Uh, music platforms. I said those. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, all Bam. the all the good stuff. Bandcamp. Yes, definitely. Good shit. Hell yeah! And the Winter's Light. Where uh, where y'all at on Winter's Light? I or- believe we do have an uh, Instagram Winter Light DM. Uh, Winterlight DM. Yeah. Okay. And Facebook Winterlight. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, you know, see, this is one thing real quick before we go. Uh, I wanted to mention, I don't know if we talked about it, but so disengaged my band. Uh, Good band. Thanks, man. I tried. <laughs> no, no offense. <laughs> Everyone rules except for the vocalist. Yep. Um, <laughs> hey, vocalist. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, no, so... Uh, one day, Winterlight played with Disengaged down in Provo, I think. It was like the very last town before yeah. you get out of City Limits Utah was the County. venue. I know that. Yeah. Um, and I had never your your bass player had never seen me, my band never seen me before in his yeah. life. Name's Aaron, real nice guy. Aaron Lee, good lad. Aaron yeah. Lee, good lad. <laughs> and I came up to him after your set, and I said, "Hey, dude." We're looking for a touring bass player. Would you like to tour with us? 
uh, we 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 need really need a touring bass player and he was like i i guess <laughs> sure. i, I yeah. mean maybe and he like kinda, how, he kind of went us. and talked to you guys and whatever and then we played and he was a little more interested after that oh, after course. we yeah, actually he had time, seen that time. we did shit he yeah. knew um but you know it's not full of shit <laughs> exactly right but hey, that, you gotta be easy on him it could be f- easily full of shit could be and everyone can say hey be. tour with us cunt and then like you fucking do it and you get fucked yeah I, well that's no, the that's thing is cool. the thing is is he did is he yeah. did get <laughs> fucked because i gotta Amazing. appreciate real yeah. quick aaron if you listen to this he went on with us for we did uh six weekenders as our tour that year yeah and he went on with us for a weekender where we had to drive for eight hours straight i don't drive i contribute by booking everything and paying for a bunch of shit good way to do it (laughs) i know i don't drive so i you know i need to figure that out you work it out yeah yeah anyway so we drove eight hours um we played three songs and then we drove back eight hours oh man also, hey, we had to touring. That's awesome. We yeah. had to rent equipment. We wrecked our touring vehicle. <sighs> there was all kinds of shit. This tour, this three days was the hardest three days of those six weekenders. Exactly. Yeah. And Aaron Lee of Winterlight pulled it out. Also, he has some of the best bass tone live and recorded oh, yeah. I've ever fucking heard. Man, man, no he's doubt. He's a good boy. So shouts sure. out to man, Aaron Lee. Shit. If he you want to catch doing. Aaron <coughs> on something really cool, he is in the Disengaged Winter Victims oh. music video. He plays the DM in our Victims music video. He's <laughs> fantastic. Um, do you guys, either of you have anything on YouTube, any of that kind of shit, any music videos? All my band shit's on YouTube. That's all, all of your band shit's on yeah. YouTube? All right. Nell Wraith, cool. Sacrilegian, Unceremonial, doesn't matter. Pine so, Walker, Winter Light doesn't have any music videos out, but you can find our music. Yeah, no, no videos, but You can find our songs, music. Yeah. yeah, but soon. So thank you, everybody who has been listening again. Um this is season two of Assault City Circle Pit. We are back, baby. And thank we, you for having us. Thank you. Anytime, you know, these guys might be signing on to do some CD reviews with me, some Definitely. underground music reviews. Should be some real fun. We're going to be doing some good things in the second season of Assault City Circle Pit. So please, if you're in, <laughs> stay in. If you are down, stay Sup. down. We are going to kick some fucking ass. Thank you so much for listening. We are a Salt City Circle Pit. Hail Lemmy. And I- Hail Lemmy! Yeah. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>